recording button. So yeah, basically on the topic, like agenda or whatever. Um, Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah. We need to start this podcast off by first saying happy Memorial Day. Got it. I I wasn't starting. Mm -hmm. Mm. (laughs) Happy (laughs) birthday, Eenie. I'm sorry. What were you going to do? <laughs> I actually wasn't starting it yet. I just wanted to go through the topic list with you and make sure you felt good about the flow. <laughs> oh, no, I'm flowing. My flow is un... Heavy. My flow is heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel Okay, well, good. I'm on my period right now. I started it today, so really? it's going to be great. Me too. Well, I don't really get a period that much, but it's like I'm, I'm splotching. I haven't gotten in, what's it called? Did I tell you that my IUD fell out? I did, and it makes me want to vomit. Did it hurt? (laughs) It was really painful. Oh my God. That's awful. So ever since then, it's just been like a free bleed. You know what I'm thinking of getting, actually? Are those period underwear where you just put it on with like no pads or no tampons or whatever, and then you just let it- tampons? Tampons. No tampons. <laughs> tampons. <laughs> Amy, I don't know if those, yeah. that's going to be enough for you. I, I'm really hoping for a free bleed. I don't know. Well, I'm going to try it and see. I'm really hoping. Idiot. Also, Leah, I have a name for my dog. <gasps> what is it? Enzo. Oh, that's so cute. And that's so Italiano. I know, just like me and just like Tim and just like the dog. <laughs> me. Wow. <laughs> what are you picking him up? Next week. OMFG. That's awesome. So soon. It's going to okay. be a nice, easy 12-hour drive. Yeah, yeah no, sorry. Yeah, recording. God, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? Welcome back, everybody. So today's episode is going to be about wedding planning. Um, so I'm here with Leah, obviously. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> this topic felt super appropriate because Leah actually just got recently engaged. <laughs> That's That was your reaction, I'm sure. <laughs> was Colin happy with that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did get recently engaged. Um at Christmas, actually, Christmas Eve, 2019. You know, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I saw the picture on Instagram and I liked it and I've known ever since then, but I don't think I've ever actually asked you how he went about doing it. Like, did you have any idea it was going to happen? Did you guys talk about it? What what kind of went on? Whew. Well, um, I didn't. I mean, I I had some sort of idea that it was coming soon-ish, but I had absolutely, the day that he did it, like I, I was completely blindsided. I had absolutely no idea that it was coming that day, but we, we knew intrinsically that we were going to get married. Um, and we've talked about it too. So, um, so yeah, it was Christmas Eve morning And we are in, I'm from Newtown, Connecticut. That's where I grew up. So we are in my hometown. And actually we were in Southbury where my parents, we were at my parents' house. And um, we were visiting for Christmas. And that morning, um, Colin, who is my now fiance, 
really wanted to go. He's like, let's go, let's go cruise around Newtown. And I was like, hmm, that's strange because. Uh, <laughs> let's go drive around this random city in Connecticut. I mean, I love Newtown. Like I grew up there. It's wonderful. And I get really nerdy about it. And I love to drive through the town and tell everyone about its history. And everyone just rolls their eyes. Like this is so boring. Um, so I thought that was like kind of funny that he wanted to go touring in Newtown. So we're cruising around. We go to some of my favorite spots. We go to the general store and get some breakfast. And then he like wanted to stop at some random places, but I was driving. I was like, no, I don't want to go there. Um, so then he said, let's go to that park by your house. And I said, okay. And I had took him there before, like when we first started dating, um, it's a park that I spent a lot of time at when I was growing up and we got to the park and we were walking through the park and still I'm wondering, I'm like, why is he, why is he so interested in <laughs> touring around my fucking boring, boring ass hometown? <laughs> but at the same time, About was... how long, what, wait, how long had you guys been driving around for on this tour so far? Um, I mean, not, uh, I don't know, a half hour. Okay. Reasonable. Yeah. And we stopped to eat and blah, blah, blah. And so I'm, I'm like at, out the window. I'm like, and this is Ram's pasture. This is Mexicali Rose. This is, and I'm saying everything. So I get out of the car and I'm like running to the park and I'm like, this is the native flower of Connecticut. <laughs> like, yeah, this sounds like my worst nightmare. <laughs> I hate when people show me all of the stuff that they grew up with because not that I hate seeing it. It's just, I never really have that much commentary because obviously <laughs> it's not where I grew up. So it's always like, Oh wow. I'm so happy that tree means so much to you. That's why I was so confused, but at the same time, really excited because he seemed really into it, but it was a little bit out of character, yeah. but still I suspected nothing. I was like, this is great. And so I, we crossed this bridge and I'm like running across this bridge to get to the other side, but the bridge was just covered in ice. So I wasn't running that fast. I was being careful. And then I heard him say, Hey Leah. And he was behind me and I turned around and he was on his knee and he had the ring and I was oh like, my Oh my God. And we were in the middle of a bridge and I was like, <gasps> And my heart started beating and then I was like slip my feet were like all slipping on the ice. <laughs> it was like Leah don't fall, don't fall. This is <laughs> So yeah, it was awesome. graceful. It was awesome. And then Did you cry? Yeah, a little bit. But then he oh. needed to help me up because I like I could not move. My feet were just stuck to the ice. Oh my gosh, Leah. <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> Yeah, and he, and then he got me this awesome ring that he designed, and it's just super unique and awesome, and he's the best. Oh, okay. So here's a couple things. I know that it, we're we're talking about wedding planning, right? But hearing you talk about that, I have so many questions about if it was the proposal that you kind of expected. Did you have some kind of preconceived thought about how you wanted the proposal to look like, how you wanted the process for him getting the ring and designing it, what you wanted it to look like, or were you fully okay with, hey, completely surprise me? I was okay with him surprising me because I know he is... 
he's really, really caring and thoughtful. So I knew that whatever it was going to be was going to be really special. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I think a surprise is ideal if that person kind of obviously has an idea of what you want and what you feel comfortable with. But I do like the idea of just, hey, it's the sentimentality behind it and your intention versus whether or not I completely love every single aspect of, you know, the the ring and, and the proposal site and all that stuff. Yeah, and this was actually his second choice because... He was going to, do you remember when we went on the, the Europe trip? Yeah. You thought it was going to happen then, right? Yeah. And it was supposed to, and he had a ring and everything like that. He was going to pick up in France, I think. Um, and it didn't happen because like some, some stuff happened with his business at home and it kind of ruined everything. And he was all fucked up in his head and he was like it's just not the, not the good time so that that was actually really nice because then it gave him some more time he came home he designed this beautiful ring and then he posted me in my hometown which was really really nice I love that a lot I'm not gonna say I love it more or less than the idea of proposing in Europe because we all know how much you love Italy <laughs> but love it <laughs> Giving you the opportunity to talk about your hometown for a full hour before he proposed oh is also something that you would love. Yeah, I love it. He was gonna so he the first plan was that he was gonna propose to me in there is this gem in the middle of Newtown and it's called Ram's Pasture. And it's just literally like a, a field of swamp. And every time we pass it, I get really excited and tell him all the history about it, and it's very boring. Um, and so he was going to, he's like, Hey, let's go to Ram's pasture. So he almost proposed to me in Ram's pasture. And I'm really glad that he did it because in a swamp, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but I still would have loved it. Come on. Let me, it's Ram's pasture. How could you say no to Colin? If you don't know what Ram's pasture is, look it up on Wikipedia. Your mind's going to be blown. I I will at at a later date and time. Yeah. (laughs) So how long have you and Colin, I obviously know, but for our listeners, how long have you and Colin been together? We've been together since um, 2013. 18, 19. So it'll be seven years in uh, like the end of September. Do you think you could have, do you think you could have waited any longer or are you happy with the timing of everything? Yeah, I mean, I I could like it really just feel it just felt right. I yeah. mean, I don't know. It I it's kind of hard to explain. It's um I think it was it was the ideal time. Yeah, I mean, I could have waited longer. I we we're we're gonna stay together pretty much no matter what. So I mean, if he so it's just like a matter it, of time. It could have been. Yeah. Would you have actually proposed? Yeah. <laughs> so my coworker, that's just funny because my coworker, um, she recently told me that, I mean, she's engaged and she recently told me how she got engaged. And when she was coming here with her boyfriend from the UK, she actually proposed to him and he said yes. And I had just had never heard of that concept actually happening in real life. So I came back from work and I told him about it. And he was like, oh, that's so interesting. Never do that to me. <laughs> made, it, <laughs> made it very clear that he had no interest 
<laughs> in being proposed <gasps> to. <laughs> I think I, I I could be wrong, but I think Lindsay Vaughn, you know, the Olympic skier. Oh, Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah. Lindsay her. Vaughn. I think she proposed to her husband. I, I don't know how I feel about it as a concept quite yet. Having thought about it for 30 seconds flat, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of it just because what responsibility now do you guys have? in like a heteronormative relationship. Now I'm not sure like, well, what responsibility do they carry? (laughs) They're only good for that one thing. It feels like. (laughs) Uh, I don't agree with that. Well, what's your take? I don't really care. I mean, it's like, I think it just happens the way it's supposed to happen for you. So, you know, Well, here's the thing. I'm not saying every woman should never propose to her boyfriend. And I'm not saying only men can propose to women. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's not my cup of tea. And I don't know, like, it's one of those things of I'm not gonna, I love that my coworker did that. And I think she's a boss for doing it. That's so amazing. But would it be something that I would want to do? No, but I mean, I'm also the kind of person like during sex, I like to lay down flat and not do too much. So <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm kind of a laid back, you know, person in general. Yeah, I beg for that sometimes. I'm like, can I just, can I just lay here? No? I don't ask. I just lay. I just lay. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask. Just do. Just do. <laughs> okay. So. Understanding now that Lee obviously is engaged and soon to be married, um, I'm not. So (laughs) I thought this would be. (laughs) I'm not, but you know, I don't care. Obviously, I'm. Edie, Edie, are you engaged? Well, you know, Leah, things happen in time and you just got to patience. You know, I'm not in any kind of rush. I did turn 27 today, but who cares? You know, I'm chill. (laughs) Relax. I'm sweating. If if you, I mean, are you ready to be proposed to right now? I am ready, but I think after going through a solid six-ish month period of like, okay, it needs to happen. I feel ready. I need it to happen. I'm kind of now more so in the mindset. I don't know what happened. Maybe like my biological clock reset, but it more so feels like, okay, that would be great, but I don't feel any rush for it to happen right now because literally what difference does it make? I'm not sure how I'm feeling on the whole kids front. I'm getting a dog, so I have that. I don't necessarily know that I need to have a wedding right now. And as we're going to go into it later on in the episode, there's so many aspects of wedding planning that seem completely unappealing to me. So I guess I'm no longer really in any rush for that. I guess I'm I'm curious when you said you felt like you, you went through a six month period where you felt like you needed it to happen. Why? Not that I needed it to happen, but I wanted it to happen, I guess. And it was just like, I mean, semantics aside, it just kind of felt really ready. And I'm the kind of person when I feel like I want to do something, I feel ready for it. I just do it. If I feel ready to move to a new city, I'm moving in two months. If I feel ready to have a new job, I'm quitting that current job. So for 
me the way that I operate. It's just like, hey, I kind of feel like I want to do something, so I'm going to go ahead and do it. And I quickly learned in relationships, you don't just do what you want to do. I guess there's other people to consider and all that kind of stuff, like partnerships. <laughs> so, Lame. <laughs> so understanding like the other perspective and the other side of things, it's like, it just kind of has taught me to slow down a little bit. And just because like, I I still don't think that when I'm ready for something, it's not the right time for me, but it also doesn't mean that it has to happen immediately. Does that make sense? Like the balance there. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Life lessons 27. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. But I pretty soon I'm going to embark on the actual planning of the wedding. Yeah. So before we talk about that a little bit, I don't know, did you already start prior to COVID-19 or had you not even gotten to the point of starting? Okay, perfect. So this didn't really delay you in any way. uh -uh. So we are planning on getting married in 2022, the summer of 2022. So I know that you have your calendar, you have it booked up. Um, So I'm going to need you to book out the summer of 2022 please um yeah and i i didn't know so i'm gonna plan the shit out of this wedding i mean i'm just i'm ready for it but i'm in grad school right now i wanted to graduate first and then i wanted to give myself a year and a half to plan the wedding can i ask are you planning on planning it by yourself do you think you're gonna have other family members help are you going to like hire somebody. I'm probably going to plan it by myself. Intense. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to choose a venue that like, I'm going to get help in that. um, I'm not going to be, or like, I'm not going to be in the back cooking the food. Right. So I'm, I'm going to hire people to take care of those Wait, I'm not being very articulate. So, <laughs> Wait, so you but, have the date set. It's going to be summer. Let's go back to the date. Do you know it's summer 2022? Do you know the exact date or are you thinking anytime May, June, July? Yes. May, yep. Mm-hmm. Anytime May, June, July. Okay. And then in terms of planning it, you're saying you're probably going to plan most of it by yourself the logistics of picking the venue, ordering the, you know, table cards, the guest list, sending out invitations. You're going to handle all of that by yourself. Yeah. But you know, like I, I'm not someone who is really anal retentive about, I need everything to be traditional like for tape for tables, like I'm someone who will just let everyone just sit wherever the fuck they want, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm going to have bridesmaids or any of that shit. Like I, I'm not someone to even have bridesmaids dresses. I'm like, wear what you want to wear. Okay. 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 <laughs> I, I I'm like guessing it. You're, you're, you're not like that. Yeah. You live in California. I get it. It's very go with the flow. Here's the thing. I'm not crazy, not crazy. Cause you're not crazy if you think this way, but I'm not so 
on the side of everything needs to be planned to a T. I need to know like what socks all of the groomsmen are wearing, how the women are doing their hair. That is a little too extreme for myself, personally speaking. But the issue that I have with going to a wedding and mixing multiple groups of people and just saying, sit wherever you want is just an easy recipe for disaster. I think people could end up feeling uncomfortable maybe, or not sitting in the right group that they want to sit at because there aren't enough tables. I mean, if you're having a smaller wedding, I'm thinking maybe like 50, 60, it might not be as big of a deal, but if you invite more people than that, I wonder if it could get kind of confusing. No, I mean, they'll figure it out. They're adults. Come on. <laughs> I mean, Do any of these okay, adults have, have kids? I have a really big family and um, I, we do a lot of family gatherings and we don't assign seats. We all just figure it out. We just sit wherever we want to sit. But I could change my mind because I I figure that everyone's probably going to want to sit next to me. Right? Right? <laughs> so there may have to be some crowd control there. Yeah. I do think <clears throat> the wedding is different than Sunday dinner. But I'll let you, I'll let you cross that bridge when you get there. But, but so the thing, that speaking, pisses, yeah. the thing that pisses me off is that when I've gone to weddings, they sit me with people that I don't want to sit with. Uh, how important were you to the people at the wedding? Uh, best friend. Oh. Bridesmaid. Yeah. That, that sounds like a, an actual issue then. Wait, so who were you sitting with at this wedding? Was it the janitor? <laughs> no, I was just sitting with a bunch of people from Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying, Leah. That I didn't know because I, you know, I'm I'm in AA, but I not in the city that I was in. So my friend just was like, oh, I'll just put her at the table with all the drunks. <laughs> She'll get along yeah. with them. You can't be serious right now. I'm serious. Are you telling me the truth? That is I'm telling horrifying. you the God honest truth. Yeah, it was, I didn't know anyone Wait. at the, I mean, I like, I knew them a little bit, but I wasn't friends with anyone sitting at my table. I it was so weird. And then me and one of the other bridesmaids, she's also an AA. We just looked at each other like, the fuck? <laughs> okay, so is there any middle ground before fucking musical chairs free for all and all the alcoholics sitting together? There's got to be some middle ground that you can reach. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I don't know. Is there like maybe like four corners of the room? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone pick a pick a color from the color wheel and sit in your assigned section. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Well, speaking of that, how many people then are you going to have? Um, so, well, actually here's, here's the first, here's the first issue that we ran into because I'm from the East coast. Colin is from the West coast. So we're like, where are we going to have our wedding? Is it going to be on the East coast? Is it going to be on the West coast? Cause if it's on the East coast, none of Colin's family is probably going to come. If it's on the West coast, a lot of my family probably isn't going to come. So obviously we've settled on the East Coast because I'm more important. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we were either, oh, that would be great. And then we even considered um, 
just eloping and not even doing a wedding at all and just like going to Norway and eloping. So I mean, all of it, I have to tell you, this wedding's not until 2022, so all of these options are still on the table, people. <laughs> I mean, these are, you just, we're just brainstorming right now together, so th- no pressure. Yeah, to I mean, things anything. could change. Things could change. But what takes the idea of eloping off the table for you guys? Or you said it, it actually still could be a 100% possibility. Well, what takes the idea of eloping off the table is that I want to look really good and I want everyone to see me looking really good in person. I got it. I got it. That makes Yeah, sense. like I want to wear a dress. I want everyone to look at me. I I mean, I'm being completely honest here, people. Like I I want them to be like, "Oh my god, the bride, she's so stunning." Oh my goodness. I want that. Everybody, Leah did theater, so she is being 100% honest here. She definitely wants the Like, I want it. I want to wear the costume. I want everyone to look at me. I want to take pictures. And I want the party with all my family and all my friends. I just want, like, a really fun time. Yeah, but none of Colin's family or friends. Eh, I mean, (laughs) his family's smaller. His family's smaller, and you know what? He has a lot of family in Rhode Island. So it's, it works. Yeah. So what? Less than a hundred people, maybe. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Maybe around a hundred. Okay. Have you thought a little bit about how much you guys are gonna plan to spend on the wedding? You don't have to obviously tell me. Well, you can tell me in private, but <laughs> on the podcast, I guess. Were you thinking um, like a moderate budget? <sighs> you know, that's that is something that I haven't really thought that hard about. Um, What do you think of this whole, like, the father of the bride pays for the wedding? (laughs) The father of the... Oh, got it. Um, You know what? I don't know, because I kind of still feel this whole Nigerian tradition of the husband's family paying a dowry to the woman's family. So... I kind of feel like the guy should be paying. Here's the thing. Let me, let me, let me backtrack. Actually, let me revise that. If I'm going based off of my culture's traditions, the men's family should pay for it and provide a dowry to the female's family. There you go. So my friend recently got married. She's not Nigerian. She's Egyptian. Um, and her husband's Pakistani, but they have, um, similar cultural things where they, you know, dowries are involved. And so, yeah, dowry was paid in, in their wedding as well. Huh? Like give an example. Okay. So for them, like give an example of what a dowry would be today for like people who are, they're Americans, right? Yeah. So if you're, yeah. So if, I mean, if you're a white American, I don't know if a dowry would be interesting to you <laughs> or is symbolic any, in any way whatsoever. But an example of what a dowry could be is let's say you give the wife and the wife's family 10 pounds of silver, you know, it could be silver necklaces, silver coins, silver earrings, or jewels. You could give them like rubies or emeralds or family heirlooms. You could give them gold, 
if you're actually in a, d- a different country, you might actually give them livestock. It just kind of depends on your culture and then obviously your community within that culture. But it's usually things that have monetary value. Okay. How much? Like, yeah. what's so it's the... not like a birthday card. <laughs> so, like, if you were to get a dowry today, I mean, you're you're American. I mean, obviously, your parents are born and raised in Nigeria, but you were born and raised in America. Um, what would be and like, what would be a dowry for you? Like, what would be the monetary value of your dowry? I'm just trying to put it in context of like, like coming, how much to spend on your wedding? (laughs) Well, yeah. Like how, like how much, how much you spend? How am I, what am I trying to say? Like, I know what you're trying to say, but I will have to, as a first generation American. Yeah. I know what you're trying to say. And I don't know because I haven't had the conversation with my mom about actually how much the dowry is supposed to be. So I'm going to pause here and I'm going to put a little insert after I ask her um, what the monetary equivalent would be. So pause there while I insert that. Okay. So I talked to mom Evelyn about this. And one of the things that she really wanted to emphasize is that it really depends on the families that are involved, the specific cultures and traditions of that family and the people in their community. But essentially it is based off of the means of those people in the family. So let's say the husband or the the future husband or the future wife has a really well-paying job. The family additionally has the family also has money, then the dowry would be higher. Um, It could be a brand new car, uh, a house, clothes, and jewelry. Um, The family could ask for quite a lot. Um, If the family has less money, that is usually taken into consideration, and therefore the dowry um, could be something more modest. So that's what she said. Oh, yeah, and she also mentioned booze. Yeah, Leah, that's, that's how much. Crazy, right? Wow, that's wasn't expecting that, or was I? <laughs> or or were you? Maybe maybe you were. Maybe, maybe you were. I was. Maybe it's a lot. Who knows? Maybe it's just two cows and a chicken. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. Um. <laughs> yeah. So as far as the budget, I don't know. That's that's why I'm giving myself time because right now I I don't have any money. Um. Colin has some. My my parents have some put aside for me. Um, just as like a, okay, goodbye. You're an adult now. Here's a little chunk of change and I can do whatever I want with it, whether it's paying for my wedding or down payment on a house. So they're having me like choose what I want to do with it. Um, and then part of me is like, well, if that money is really helpful, do I want to just blow it all on a party? And well, part of me is like, yeah, yeah, you do bitch. And then the other part of me is like, (laughs) eh, maybe we'll save it. Like I get anxiety about it, but I'm really into having this party. Like I want a party. I want a band. I want every, I want it to be like, Hey, remember Leah's wedding? Yeah. That was awesome. You know, I really appreciate that you're owning that because I think a lot of, a lot of like, um, 
don't know, just a lot of the word around right now is living very minimally and not being too flashy or in your face. And so I think a lot of people would hear the fact that you want this big ass, super sweet 16 party and you want everyone to look at you and have a certain type of thought about it. But I'm happy that like you're owning the fact that that's important to you and you want to have a wedding of a certain style, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm all about like when I spend my money, it's not necessarily about like, I I would much rather go on a trip and have an experience than buy a new car. Like I'll save my money for experiences. So what I, when I think about my wedding, I want it to be an experience for people that are there. No, that makes absolute sense. Yeah. Does Colin have any kind of thoughts about the planning or is he kind of just leaving it up to you for the most part? Um, he, he's leaving it up to me. Every time I mention planning it, he gets a little, a little bit overwhelmed. Um, (laughs) and then I remember I, I, I had to let it go, but at one point I was like, okay, you're the one who asked me. All right. So you started all of this. (laughs) So when I bring it up, we got to talk about it. But no, I understand that that's, I mean, his wheelhouse. He, he, he told me flat out, he's like, this is, you know, you're, you're the star of this show. <laughs> so <laughs> Did he tell you it. or did you tell him? No, he told me. Wow. He knows you. So yeah, he's, he's leaving everything up to me. He, he does want to have a party back here in California um, for like a little or a big, I don't know, reception-ish party. So his friends can all come and they can all party. Um, but the wedding part, I'm controlling, I guess. <laughs> I guess, is there any specific aspect of the wedding planning that you are most excited for? Um, I don't know. Like, it's funny because I'm just a I'm excited to just get it started. I like event planning and stuff. And, um, you know, I, one of my, one of my best friends, you know, the one who sat me at the table with all the drunks, um, she planned her wedding and she hated planning her wedding. Like she, so her and her fiance got in a fights about it. Like she dreaded every second of it. I don't really see myself dreading it, but then again, she was, she was very concerned about doing, doing all the traditional stuff. So she had all the, you know, everyone, all the bridesmaids wore the same dress and there's a bachelorette party and, um, what other traditions are there? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not too caught up in all that stuff. Like the ceremonial stuff. I just want to have a rager. Like I want to have an awesome party. That's, and I want to look really good, obviously. But like, so as far I as- I fully as, agree with you yeah. on that idea of having just an amazing reception, because to me, the actual ceremony getting married part, <clears throat> I almost mentioned to Tim like, hey, or I think I did like, hey, I don't even know if the ceremony needs to be longer than what, like 25, 30 minutes, or even if we need to have one, because the reason that everybody's there is not to actually watch- this asshole marry us. I'm I'm sure he's going to be nice, but the main reason that they're there is to hang out with everybody and have a good time. And I would want to make sure that I spent the most of my time facilitating like a good hangout party environment versus like having flowers 
down the aisle or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, Although I, d- um, I did see, I did see some really cute on Instagram. I saw some really cute, like suede style bridesmaids dresses and they were all different colors, like a blush colored and a velvet green and a mustard yellow. And they were all suede and they looked really cool. Wow. That is cool. Um, what do you think about like, uh, so for your, let's, let's plan your wedding now. Um, close the door, Tim earmuffs. Um, (laughs) are you going to have like bridesmaids and a maid of honor and all of that shit? I'm not going to have a maid of honor. I don't think, but I'm definitely going to have bridesmaids and I'm definitely going to keep it super slim. And I already know it's like you, my friend Hajar. I've known her for like 10 years of my life. (laughs) There's probably going to be four people max for me. And then Tim will probably have maybe two people, maybe three people. Um, And I don't want the wedding to be larger than 50 people total. I really just want it to be super close family and friends because also it's going to be in Italy, baby. No. Yeah. Are you kidding? I'm serious. Where? <laughs> it's going to be in Northern Italy. I think it's going to be close to like Lake Como. Yeah. Probably Cinque Terre or Lake Como, like close to one of those two locations. Eeny? What are you trying to one up me? Like, what is this? <laughs> Ciao, bitches. Um, well, okay. Now that it's going to be in Italy, then you're not. A lot of people won't be able to come. That's why a lot of people aren't invited. <laughs> That's why you're having it in Italy, so that not a lot of people come. So nobody asks me any question about why I wasn't invited. And I'm like, well, did you buy your plane ticket to Milan? No? Okay, well, there you go. There you go, hon. Oh, my uh, God. That's yeah. amazing. I love how we're so obsessed with Italy. I don't know why, but I just love that country so much. And I love it because, so much. Yeah. Because Tim's family is also in Eastern Europe, so it's also easier for them to meet someplace in Europe, too, versus flying all the way to the U.S. And plus, a lot of my family is in Nigeria, so they would probably have an easier time getting a visa to go to the EU as well. So logistically, like that's actually a place in the world where it makes sense for all of our families to globally meet. You're right. That's awesome. I'm jealous. Fuck. I'm, I'm so excited jealous. for this wedding. I haven't planned. <laughs> oh God. Story of my life. I do think though, this idea of planning it, even though I know kind of roughly how I want it to look like the logistics of actually planning it do seem like it's going to be extremely stressful just because I think the hardest part is going to be like what, not only picking the venue, but then also getting everybody's flights coordinated and time to go there and then making sure that the venue looks like what you want it to look like. Yeah. And having everyone, you know, where they're going to stay. And cause yeah. I was thinking about that. Um, cause we were thinking about either California, uh, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New York area, or New Orleans, because we met and we fell deeply in love in in the city, the wonderful, beautiful city of New Orleans. And 
it was when I was thinking about having it in New Orleans, it was like, okay, well, I got to choose a venue, but I, but I, you know, in order for me to go look at it, I have to like fly there and go look at it. And then yeah. I was like, where's everyone going to stay? Not everyone's familiar with New Orleans. If someone just wanted to go home, they wouldn't be able to. Um, so yeah. And just knowing my family, um, I know that some of them, they like, they, they'll hang out for a couple hours. And then when they've had enough, they're like, I'm leaving and I'm going home now. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't want to like trap anyone. Um, so, and, and even flying my family out to California would be a pain in the ass too. Cause all of them too, yeah. like not everyone's in great health and blah, blah, blah. So, um, so yeah. And planning it somewhere where I wasn't like, if I were to have it, um, I don't know, somewhere random in like New York or Connecticut, even though I grew up in Connecticut, but like a random town where that I wasn't really familiar with, that would be really, it makes just, it more work. Yeah. Because I want to yeah. know, like, yeah. I want to know where the gas station is in the drugstore. And like, I, w- I want to know everything where everything is and what people can do. And so, yeah, I, I I just wanted to choose a place where that I was familiar. I fully agree there. And I mean, (laughs) Milano, honestly, I know my way probably around Milan more than I know my way around any city, which is so depressing. (laughs) Cause you would just wander around Milan for hours at a time. (laughs) I would, I would by myself. (laughs) because that was the first city that I absolutely I was transit dependent and I had to navigate the city on the transit system I do remember you did actually get really good at that plus you lived in the middle of nowhere all of us were kind of closer to the center but you're like what's it called a homestay yeah (laughs) really far yeah god um what were you gonna say sorry I interrupted you no I was just Um, that's not I was gonna say Leah Miscusi please Um, (laughs) (laughs) I kind of feel like another good thing about having a destination wedding with a small group is that if we just rent out a big Italian like villa or mansion or whatever it's called we can just put everybody in there it's like okay cool you're staying where the wedding is happening so just like everybody is staying in these six or eight rooms and then when the wedding happens, just go meet us in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I, so back to the, uh, blah, 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 blah. that sounds like a very expensive wedding. I'm just going to throw that out there, Amy. And I, so f- when mm. I first got engaged to, I immediately texted or emailed one of my favorite bands from New Orleans. And I asked them, I was like, I just got engaged. I want you guys to play my wedding. What's it going to cost me? And they, um, quoted me $8,000 and I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So that was just the beginning of my sticker shock. (laughs) I haven't done any research in terms of like how much specific things like a band would cost, but I do know that they say venue and food are the number one and number two. And then I think a band or flowers are 
third or fourth there. So $8,000 seems like a lot, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I just feel like I've heard time and time again that when people don't get a band and they just try to do their own thing, they immediately end up regretting it. So I don't know what might be worth it. I'll have, we'll have to look into it, but 8,000 does sound kind of insane. Yeah. But to have like a really sick band. So they're popular. They're really popular. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, yeah. And professional and whatever they would, it would be really fun, but I don't know. I, yeah. I mean the, the average, isn't the average um, cost of a wedding right now, like $30,000 or something. It's $30,000 nationwide, but in New York city, it's almost $90,000. So I know, you know, Connecticut's not New York city, but it's close girl. So it's probably going to be pretty expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to have my wedding on block Island, Rhode Island. Have you ever been there? Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, I know that. Uh, Yeah. How how are people is, is it drivable though? Are people going to, or is there a ferry that you have to take to get there? You have to take a ferry. So remember when I said I didn't want my family to be trapped, I take that back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to ferry them onto an Island. If I have it on Black Island, everyone's going to be trapped. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's going to be forced to stare at me. And I'm okay with that. You know, speaking of bands and people staring at you, are you going to sing at your own wedding? No, you know, for, for everybody that doesn't know, Leah is basically an ex opera singer and she always sang a lot of random stuff all the time. But then one time <laughs> she actually sat down and properly sang me a song and I thought I was going to cry. She is so <laughs> extremely talented and I would be offended if you didn't sing at the wedding that I attended. Well, I can sing there. at your wedding. But I want you to sing it both. <laughs> You're like, yeah, but that's my wedding, bitch. That's my <laughs> wedding. It's different. <laughs> I'm going to sing at my wedding. I I mean, maybe I might. I'll, I'll see. I mean, it's in two years. So a lot can happen in two years. <laughs> you got to get your Who vocal knows? cords ready. <sighs> yeah, a lot. A lot can happen in two years. I mean, everything that I'm saying now who who knows what what it's gonna be like who knows what this goddamn world is gonna be like but actually should it be a remote it's wedding a virtual zoom <laughs> a virtual, wedding yeah. <laughs> but i think me. there's like 30 attendees max on zoom unless you get the the, the paid version so oh <laughs> uh, you don't think i have the paid version come on oh I'll bitch you got it. money okay wow yeah i got money <laughs> okay so I think though we should make it kind of an ongoing thing where we check in periodically on your wedding planning, because this is a great way for me to keep my status as, a, as an amazing friend and continue to check in on you. And I think other people would be curious to kind of hear the aspects of wedding planning too. Any chance that I get to talk about myself and my life, I'm going to take it. So <laughs> no questions asked. I'm I'm on it. I'm on it. Let me ask you this one question. How do you, when I say the term bridezilla, do you identify with that term? Like what are, what are some of your, um, what are some of your thoughts and feelings around bridezilla? Do you feel like you're going to be one? Oh my gosh. I'm trying, I was first trying to think if there, if I've had any experiences with bridezilla because I've been in three weddings. Um, 
And oh, I wow. actually Fancy. think for the most part, because I wouldn't say that the brides were difficult in the sense that they were like angry. I think a lot of it came from disorganization actually. And I'm so intense <laughs> when it comes to planning things um, that I haven't even gotten proposed to. And I already know how I'm going to logistically handle everybody getting to Italy. So I don't think, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be a bridezilla because I'm just going to be so, I don't know. What is it like up my own ass about planning it? Like, I'm just going to have, I'm going to have a booklet. I'm going to have my spreadsheets. I'm going to have all of my documents. And so I don't think that there's room for me to be a bitch to anybody because I'll be doing a lot of it on my own. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I feel kind of the same way too. Um, but at the same time, like if something doesn't, I feel like I've been through enough events and done enough theater to, as well, because doing, doing a show is like planning and executing an event. So, and I feel like doing a show is also kind of like putting on a wedding at the same time. It's kind of a little got like an orchestrated thing. Mm-hmm not everything's going to go the way that you plan or imagined it. And I feel like I've just had really good practice in letting that shit go and letting things happen just the way that they happen and they're supposed to happen. Like the more I try to control something and make it like I imagined it, the more miserable I am. I completely agree there. I think that's the number one thing because there, whether or not I've planned whatever weddings, the one thing that I always hear is that it will never go a hundred percent like you want it to go. Just like you're saying with like any kind of actual theater production. And so being aware of that and preemptively getting yourself ready for the fact that something is going to go wrong is so important. Um, because yeah, that could really make or break it on the wedding day. I think like the difference in terms of the day versus everything leading up to it is I'm going to be super intense and super anal leading up to the wedding in terms of like, Hey, I want to book this by this date and get this arranged by whatever time frame. But I think on the actual day itself, I just, I'm going to have to relax. I think the champagne will help a lot, but also it's one of those things of like, I can't do anything else, you know, like nothing. What am I going to do? Yeah. Like I can't change anything this last minute. So it, it is what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think that Tim is going to be like, whoa, Eni's on it and back the fuck up? Or is he going to want, is he going to have an opinion, like want a say in how things are planned? Let me tell you exactly what's going to happen, actually. <laughs> no, <okay>. <laughs> it <laughs> happens with everything that we do. I'm, we're going to figure out, we're going to already go into it thinking, hey, Eni's going to do most of it. Like, let's let Eni handle it. And then Tim's going to say, Eni, you know, I trust you. I believe you. You got it. Just let me know if you need anything. Of course, he'll have like his own opinions here or there, but he'll like say to my face, for the most part, Eni, it's your bus. You drive it. And then the minute anything needs to be planned, even when I'm picking the first even when I'm picking the year, I'll say something like, oh, what about 2023? And he'll say, you know, I know it's your thing and that you're, you know, you're, you're kind of spearheading all of this, but, um, I kind of think 2024 would be better. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll say, oh, okay, cool, cool. Um, so I think I like chocolate for the flavor of the cake and he's like, got it, got it. Yeah, no, I eating, don't get me wrong. I love chocolate, but I wonder if raspberry is is better. <laughs> so he's going to say it's all up to me and then he's going to have an opinion about every single thing. 
my. That's Tim. <laughs> Even the, but so, so a part of that though, I kind of wish that I had a little bit of that in my partner because it shows that he's, you know, would you rather have that or would you rather have, well, whatever. Oh, uh, whatever. Really? Genuinely. I don't know. I, I th- because like, I think they're, they're both frustrating, right? You don't want either extreme, somebody having a say in every single aspect of it. And then somebody not really caring at all because yeah, you don't want to bring flower options and they're like, I don't care about flowers, just pick one. But you also don't want them saying like, I need these specific bird of paradise flowers from this region of South America. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But if I had to pick one, right, if I had to pick one extreme for myself, I would pick the more hands off version just because (laughs) I love Tim so much. (laughs) He's in the other room. If he can hear me, I love him. Um, But it's a little frustrating when somebody has an opinion about every single thing when they've told you that they will back off. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But does he actually push his opinions? Yes. Like, is he like, okay, you know, and then you're like, okay, I like chocolate. And he's like, actually, have you considered raspberry? And then you're like, okay, yeah. But in the back of your mind, you're like, fuck no bitch. And then you're going on and then you, you get the chocolate cake. And does he get pissy that it's not raspberry? Kind of. it'll be like it'll be like oh like let's say I get the chocolate cake right and then the chocolate doesn't taste as good as we wanted it to taste there would be a little bit of a well I did kind of want us to get raspberry (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I just feel like that's inevitable (laughs) in any relationship it's one of those things where it's not to the point obviously where like I'm saying he's prissy in any way because like I sure I'm I know I do the same thing sometimes and like everybody plays different roles in their relationships but like I'm just saying if it came to and like for things like decorating the apartment or planning vacations that kind of stuff usually is like whatever will come to a mutual um agreement on something but there's just something about weddings and I don't know if you feel the same way where I as like the girl just feel like I want it to mostly be my planning experience and like my vision well we're better at it well we're better at a lot of things yeah yeah I mean (laughs) it's like you know put in you gotta put in your best player when it's a Super Bowl I mean (laughs) Leo, what do you know about the Super Bowl? I know so many things. So many things. I know that Prince had the best Super Bowl halftime show of all time. I can tell you that. Leo, that's all you need to tell me. That's all you've proved yourself. I know you know everything about the Super Bowl. I know lots about the Super Bowl. Um, But yeah, Can can we talk about dresses real quick though? Please, yes. Okay, so I'm so excited to try on my costume. I mean, my wedding dress. <laughs> and I I don't know. Like, what's the normal price of a wedding dress? So here's the thing. I'm so happy you asked that because as somebody who's like, here's the thing. I don't mind spending on money, right? I just talked about how I wanted to get married in Italy. But I also firmly believe <laughs> that a lot of things are overpriced when it comes to weddings. And there are some things that I'm just like, I can't imagine paying thousands of dollars on insert whatever here. So a dress being an example, 
I think like the average price of a wedding dress is between three and $7,000. Um, and that to me, when I first heard it, I was like, oh yeah, it's a once in a lifetime thing. You're never going to wear this or you're never going to have this opportunity to wear this dress again. It's supposed to make you look the best you're ever going to look in your life. But then I keep thinking like, seven thousand dollars like what the fuck that's too much money like i could get a fucking i could get a band for that you could get you could start a band (laughs) yeah fuck um yeah what do you think about you know what i was thinking of because i i don't like to spend big buku bucks on things that i'll just wear once and then like uh, keep in my closet i guess yeah um i was thinking about like renting one that sounds disgusting (laughs) (laughs) no 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 no. sorry i know renting dresses is totally a thing and i'm not trying to judge you there is it i feel like i thought i made it up no you didn't rent the runway made it up but i love that (laughs) wait rent the runway do they have wedding dresses they probably have dresses that you could use as wedding dresses i don't know if they have like wedding dress specifically marketed you know, for the style of some of the dresses, but I'm sure you could use those dresses as wedding dresses because it also depends. Like, do you want a traditional white ball gown princess, you know, a line insert any other kind of wedding dress name here, or are you kind of okay to wear whatever? So like for myself, I'm like a thousand dollars is my max budget for a dress. And it doesn't need to be like a big princess Cinderella dress. It could be like a pantsuit or it could be like a sleek, you know, kind of like Solange Knowles like yeah it could be like that I just like just I just know that I don't want it to be pure white and I don't want it to be over a thousand dollars I'll kill myself if it's that much money really see I'm on the other I'm I'm okay with spending like I said one of my one of the things that's very important to me in my wedding is that I look fucking fierce (laughs) okay And so I, I mean, I don't know if I necessarily want like a Cinderella dress, but yeah, but if it's a $3,000 dress, you feel comfortable with that. Cause like the look is important for you. Yeah. Maybe I'll just keep the tag on it though. And I can bring it back after. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, yeah, Leah, you should try. I I don't know if it's going to work out, but it's, it's a good option. Or if, I, you know, I, let me, let's go back to renting real quick. Like I'm, I'm down to rent a wedding dress. I'm looking at is it there, right now online. Oh, I was going to say, is rent.com. <laughs> Wait, let me go. I mean, I want, if, if I do rent a wedding dress though, I want it to be like really high end. Oh, like a designer wedding dress. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Cause I would like a designer wedding dress. Um, but I'm not paying for that, but I know that whatever I find, it's just, I'm going to look fucking amazing. <laughs> Are you going to go on a, this is going to be controversial, but I, have to ask are you going to go on any kind of diet before your wedding or you're just going to get into the dress as is uh no I you know this this is a whole other podcast with us but I don't do like the crash dieting thing yeah do you do x do you do like healthy dieting or do I try to just live a lifestyle that won't kill me 
Okay, there you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just try to try to be the healthy healthiest I can. Yeah. Because I'm thinking like look, they I'm have at dresses. dresses and yeah. Are you on wet weddingdressforrent.com? I am, and the dresses look nice actually. See, I told you. I told now we you. can take a second to talk about how all of the models in these dresses are white, but that's you know for a later podcast. Ugh. Well, only white people get married. <laughs> you didn't know that? I forgot. Actually, somebody did tell me when I was younger. <laughs> Someone did tell me though. Okay, speaking of when I was younger, a boy, a little boy, told me that I would never get married because I don't have any eyebrows and I'll never forget that. What? (laughs) Yeah. For those of you, I mean, you can't see me, but I'm very blonde and uh, everything's blonde head, head, shoulders, knees and toes. And I, my eyebrows, especially when I was younger, they were so, so blonde and white. Like I just, it looks like I have no eyebrows. Um, so yeah, a little boy told me that you're never gonna gonna get married because you don't have any eyebrows. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> Well, you're a little bitch. Leah, what a great comeback. How old were you? Seven, eight? <laughs> <laughs> I have an affinity to people who don't have eyebrows because neither does Tim. Really? Yeah, very sparse. It's really a special thing. Yeah, I want to donate my eyebrows to people in need. Ugh, do you have fear? I can't picture your eyebrows right now. Oh, they're thick. They're probably amazing, though, because you're just amazing. You would think I'm Middle Eastern, but, you know, I don't like to brag. Yeah, okay, so, I mean, now looking at some of these dresses, I'm a little more open to the idea of renting it. But, man, I don't (laughs) know. You do some crazy shit in your wedding dress on your wedding day, right? Ain't it? Are you okay? Wait, let's move back to the you're not gonna um, have a white one. Yeah. What? So would you? What would you do? Pink or something? Relax. Um, <laughs> it's gotta be like off white or champagne or beige or like, but like darker, the darker end of that. Or I could even do like some shade of like yellow or peach. I just don't want like a bright white dress. Why? I don't like the look of it, to be honest. And like, I kind of also have this hope that I can wear the dress in some other shape or form at some other point in my life. And so if it's bright white, like even the day of, like, I'm going to fucking sweat. There's going to be stains. I don't, I don't understand. I see these people walking around in the summer with their white jeans and their white button down shirts. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? Because I can't do that. I've never been able to wear a white shirt in my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what makes me think Hmm. I can wear a white dress? I just don't believe in it. It's a myth. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to have people, I mean, I really want to go shopping for my dress on the East Coast and have my friends and you, you are my friend. (laughs) My friends and then you, this random girl that I talked to. One of my favorites. Uh, And my mom, like I want everyone to come and do that. Are you going to have that sort of like a wedding dress trying on party? You know, I 
honestly never thought about that. When I envisioned like wedding planning with like the people that are close to me, I kind of imagined having instances where we could actually all get together in person and then plan certain aspects of the wedding together. I never thought of like the dress shopping as being an essential part of that. You know, I'd rather we all sit down on like a trip together in like a a log cabin or something. Right. (laughs) And and just like naturally casually and we just like Mm -hmm. look at different ways to decorate the table settings or something like that the dress itself to me has it doesn't it doesn't symbolize all of us coming together I think it like it does for other people all right well you know as as you're um as someone who's going to be in the log cabin picking out Mm -hmm. the colors of the napkins I'd much rather watch you try on dresses. <laughs> you, you don't want to come to the log cabin with me, Leah. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm not dying for this log cabin experience. But tell me that you're going to do a fashion show for me and try on dresses. Girl, I'm there. But I love you so much. I'll come to your goddamn log cabin and I'll help you pick out the shape of your forks. <laughs> That laugh was so loud. I'm going to have to edit that out. (laughs) Your neighbor's like, shut up. Okay. So we're let's, (laughs) I think it's time to wrap this up a little bit before we go off into too many more additional tangents. Um, But I thought it could be interesting, kind of like we did with episode one, where we just go and recap one or two kind of interesting wedding planning facts and give our two cents on it. Sure. Closing arguments, of course. There we go. So the average engagement length in the U.S. is between 12 and 18 months. Um, So does that feel good for you, long for you, right about where it should be? Because now that we've talked, at least for me, now that we've talked a little bit about the planning that goes into it, anything less than a, a full year to plan seems crazy. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know someone who was engaged for 10 years, so. That's too much. (laughs) Wait, why? I I don't know. Why? Yeah. I don't know, but we all made fun of her all the time. Um, But she finally got married. I remember she finally, actually it was someone I met in Italy, one of my Italiano friends and um, yeah, she was married or she was engaged for 10 years and then she finally got married, but it's different for everyone. I mean, everyone was giving me shit like 2022. Oh my God. So far away. But I don't know. Yeah. That sounds about right. A year, the 18. Whoa, wait, hold on. Let me go back to your other question. Well, yeah. Anything less than a year to plan a wedding, I think is insane. Yeah, I think and a year to a year and a half sounds perfectly fine because outside of whether other people think it's too soon or not soon enough, whatever it is, it's just logistically speaking so hard to plan an event like that that's going to like impact your life so much and like be the biggest, I mean, as you would put it, like the biggest show of your life. You want to have ample time to do it and not ever put yourself in a position to feel rushed. My wedding is not the biggest show of my life. But is it cats? I've got plenty. I've got plenty more shows to come. <laughs> and so the okay, so the next thing. 
are popular popular times of the year to get married. And so you mentioned that you wanted to get married in summer. That's actually the most popular time to get married. Um, what do you think about, I mean, obviously you like summer more, but other seasons, would you have been open to a winter wedding as an example? No, because my family has to travel. So. And the planes the are weather. down in December. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> well, no, because Christmas for my family is very big. Mm. So that's like, it would just be really exhausting if there was also a wedding in in the winter. We The summertime is downtime for us, but Christmas is a really big deal in my family. And we all travel to go see each other and it's a party and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then it's fucking cold. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a fair point. And the, yeah. For me, I think the reason that I wouldn't want to get married. I just burped. Sorry. The reason <laughs> there's at least one burp per podcast. Fuck. The reason that I wouldn't want to get married in the summertime is just because there are so many birthdays in my family around the summer. So my my brother's is in August. Tim's is in June. Mine's in May. My mom's is in May. You know, you got Mother's Day. You got Father's Day. It's just too many days <laughs> to have celebratory <laughs> points around. You know how important Mother's Day is. Um, so I think for me, any other time, that's kind of the off season for our family would be better. And then also, I mean, I would fall. I, I kind of like the idea of fall because like I said earlier, I don't sweat well. I, I just, I don't like sweating. <laughs> so... I would actually prefer to get married in a cooler climate. So that's not like the number one thing on my mind is getting what Botox in my armpits or something. I don't know if that helps. Mm. Yeah, but I definitely don't want to sweat. So, okay, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Thank you for listening. um, And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.